listening to a Sharesies podcast. It is the 20th of October. Welcome to Recap, made for you by Sharesies. And in case you don't know, Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. Financial disclaimer launching now. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. Hi Alice. Hey Josie, how are you today? Good thanks, welcome to Wednesday. Yeah, hump day. <laughs> Halfway through the week. I know, I know. It's always it's just a mountain to overcome, but it's a great mountain. It's always a good mountain here at Shizzy's. It sure is. And like any other day, there's financial news flowing through. So I thought I'll start uh, things off with some news about a Kiwi company, TrueScreen. Right. So what does TrueScreen do? So they are, uh, as I mentioned, Kiwi-based or New Zealand-based. Um, they are in like the medical device space. Specifically, TrueScreen has developed a cervical um, cancer screening technology, uh, which they say can accurately detect precancerous and cancerous cervical cells in real time. Oh, wow. Now, TrueScreen says that uh, this technology they've developed effectively resolves many of the ongoing issues with cervical cancer screening. And they're listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange? Yeah, but back at the start of the year in January, they also listed on the Australian Stock Exchange, so they are now dual listed. And what was TrueScreen's news today? Well, firstly, uh, this morning or around about midday, the company made an announcement to the market about a new clinical trial study that featured the TrueScreen cancer screening technology. That sounds really interesting. So what was the study about? So the study, which has been recent, recently published in the uh, European Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology and Reproductive Biology, studied the effectiveness of true screens uh, technology in cervical cancer screening. Now, the study was conducted in China and it involved 458 women aged between 25 and 65 who received uh, three types of cervical cancer screening methods each. And what did the study find? Well, the study concluded that TrueScreen's cervical cancer screening technology meets or exceeds the effectiveness of alternative cervical cancer screening methods. Now, TrueScreen uh, said in the announcement that the study concluded that TrueScreen has the potential for screening high-grade precancerous lesions and may replace another type of test as a cervical cancer screening method in China. And what did TrueScreen have to say about this? So TrueScreen CEO Juliet Hall said it is pleasing to see an ever-increasing number of published studies coming through that highlight the effectiveness of the TrueScreen screening device in cervical cancer. Uh, she said when, me when measured against other screening options, our device is non-invasive, uh, affordable, quick, easy to learn and independent from uh, laboratory infrastructure, which, which makes it cost-effective. Is there anything else to report from TrueScreen today? Uh, there sure is. That wasn't the only announcement from TrueScreen today. Uh, only about an hour after this, um, the one about the clinical trial was mm. made, TrueScreen made another announcement uh, saying that the company has achieved some key milestones. Oh, a busy day then. So what were these milestones? 
So the first milestone highlighted that after 12 months of development work, TrueScreen has completed a firmware update that's now been released across TrueScreen devices that are already in the market. Now this um, upgrade boosts the cybersecurity of the device and it also helps the device's interface more effectively with hospital systems um, as well as like, improving the user interface. Mm, what else did they report on? Uh, another thing was that TrueScreen said it's continued to successfully expand in China, uh, which is TrueScreen's most established market and also the world's largest addressable cervical cancer market. Uh, so TrueScreen has now launched a device specifically for the Chinese market, and they said that this development provides revenue upside. It feels like a real new start from TrueScreen. Was there anything else? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there was like there were a bunch of other um, milestones that TrueScreen pointed that through. Uh, sorry, pointed to um, the three points I'll, I'll highlight. Um, TrueScreen said they've continued to work on their market access in Central and Eastern Europe, and that they're in the final planning stages for a clinical trial in Poland. Uh, and then uh, another thing is that an annual audit that they have to do every year has been completed. And finally, they expect to issue their half-year results around the 30th of November. And finally, how did TrueScreen's share price react to all of this? Well, it shot upwards at all of this news. At the time of recording, the share price was up about 40% for the day, sitting at about $0.09 cents per share. Thanks, Alice. Okay, I understand that Flight Centre held its annual, annual general meeting today, Jose. I imagine the impact of COVID was a big part of the company's presentation to its shareholders. Yeah, yeah, it certainly was. The CEO, Graeme Turner, advised that because of all the uncertainty around lockdowns and travel restrictions, the company declined to provide a profit guidance for the coming financial year. Right, so what has been the impact of COVID-19 related restrictions on the flight centre? Mm, yeah, so the travel agency was one of the worst affected by the collapse of, of travel around the world. Uh, for the 2021 financial year, Flight Centre recorded a before-tax loss of $602 million Australian dollars and $848 million for 2020. In September, the business was spending $41 million uh, every month and in June, revenue dropped to from uh, dropped to 52 from 54 million as costs increased and government subsidies were reduced. Uh, it even got to a point that a couple of weeks ago, Turner was threatening to start a legal challenge against the border closures in Queensland, Tasmania and Western Australia. Okay, so a fair amount going on, but I read that both Queensland and New South Wales are planning on opening up. So was that talked about in the AGM today? Yeah, yes, definitely. Uh, Queensland announced on Monday its plan is to open up to fully vaccinated travellers by Christmas, uh, uh, coupled with uh, New South Wales and the US planning to open up international travel again to the fully vaxxed. Uh, that all gave Flight Centre something to look forward to. Turner told shareholders that they were looking at returning to monthly profitability within the financial year. He said the demand for travel to the US and Fiji has increased, as well as domestic uh, travel to the Sunshine State. International leisure bookings have now uh, surpassed domestic bookings in Australia for the first time since the start of the pandemic, and almost tripled between July and September. All right, and then the perennial question, how did the market react to this? Yes, so looking just before we came in to record, it looks like the share price fell from uh, $22.74 to $21.63, a drop of 4.8%. 
Jose, if you remember, on Monday mm-hmm. I mentioned that Netflix was going to be releasing their latest earnings results this week. Oh, that's right. That is right. Uh, have they come out yet? Yeah, they released the results as markets closed on Tuesday in the US. So that was just this morning, New Zealand time. Cool. So how did Netflix go? So Netflix's revenue came in at just under 7.5 billion US dollars for the quarter. This was up 16% from this time a year ago and was right in line with analyst expectations. As for profit, the company reported $3.19 per share um, in earnings. Uh, that's for the quarter. That beat analyst expectations and was up from $1.74 a year ago. Now, we know that uh, a really important number for Netflix is the number of their subscribers because that's essentially how they make money. What did those numbers do? Yeah, you're right. Subscriber count is a key metric for Netflix and it has been closely watched um, as it has slowed down a bit of late. And on top of that, you've had some other streaming platforms like Apple TV, Amazon Prime and Disney Plus all sort of gain a bit of momentum. So during the quarter, Netflix said that they added another 4.4 million subscribers. That's a global figure, Mm. uh, which came in higher than the 3.8 million subscribers that was expected. Uh, Furthermore, Netflix said that they expect to add 8.5 million subscribers in the fourth quarter of the year. Okay, so what makes them say that? Uh, Well, Netflix said that they are very excited for the final quarter of the year. They said they've got what they expect to be their strongest fourth quarter content offering yet. And in a video interview released alongside the earnings announcement, Netflix co-CEO Reed Hastings said that Netflix is in uncharted territory and that they have so much content coming in Q4, it's like they've never had. Uh, And you can actually watch that interview and check out the full earnings results on Netflix's website. Mm, And what about Squid Game? That's been the rage lately. What did Netflix say about that? Yeah, you're right. It sure has. And Netflix said in the earnings result today that Squid Game, which was released on September the 17th, has become their biggest TV show ever. So they've had what they described as a mind-boggling 142 million member households around the world watch Squid Game in the first four weeks after it was released. And they noted it's the number one program in 94 of the countries that Netflix is in. Fascinating stuff. I I, I definitely need to sit down and watch it. Thanks, Alice. Maybe I can sit down and watch it right now because that is the end of the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. That was Recap for the 20th of October. And please consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find Recap. Yeah, it sure does. Ka kite anō. Bye. Bye.